This is a podcast from Minute Media. Matthew Stafford leading the league in, in touchdowns and in our completion percentage and in the MVP conversation, possibly winning the MVP next year under the Sean McVay offense, man. It doesn't get any bolder than that, is all I'm saying. <laughs> It is our final show of the first season of Big Man Bets. Congratulations to Orlando Pace and uh, the LA Rams for winning the Super Bowl. Uh, but congratulations to Nick Mangold, our winner, our champion in the first season of Big Man Bets. 38, 25, and 1, Ooh. taking his bets. I mean, 38, 25, and 1, right? Orlando, you uh, finished a mostly respectable 31 and 34. <laughs> tough, tough last couple of weeks. You you had that thing over 500, but uh, a tumultuous ending. Uh, Nick, you know, you, you take the crown. I, I don't have anything for you, but uh, uh, something's in the mail. How's that? Uh, can, uh, just or, or just just our, our admiration just being flowing right at you. How do you feel? Admiration's enough for it, you know. Um, I was not expecting to do well at all, if my gambling record um, has any indication. But uh, this this season, it was good, and I'm happy about it. And hopefully, uh, some people paid attention and won a little bit of money. Yeah, exactly right. And I mean, your focus was strong week to week. You you uh, you, you hated the over unders. You 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 didn't, uh, but you you didn't let that uh, get in front of you. I mean, Orlando, I know you were impressed, right? Yeah, obviously, you know, Nick, Nick was just making people money out here, man. So if you follow Nick, man, uh, he probably made some money this season. Uh, so it was a fun year, obviously. Uh, you know, I didn't fare so well, but uh had fun making the picks and, you know. Yeah, but no, no, yeah. No, no, we'll, see, no, we'll see next year. No, nobody went broke uh, betting with you. They just lost a little <laughs> bit of dough. That, that That's that's fine. <laughs> Let's talk about the Super Bowl team. The, the Rams get it done. The Bengals covered. Uh, I think everybody was entertained. The halftime show was uh, universally, uh, I guess, beloved. Uh, I, I thought the whole thing was just, I mean, the NFL's production is just unbelievable these days. You were there, right, uh, Orlando? Or am I right about that? Yes, I, I, yeah, I was there in attendance. Uh, really, really fun game to be a part, uh, to be there in person to see. I'm sure it was the same on television as well. Uh, I thought it was a good game. I thought the Rams came out, had a really good chance of uh, blowing this thing wide open. But, you know, Cincinnati stayed in there like they, they've been doing throughout the, uh, the the postseason and made it a game down the stretch. Um, you know, obviously they had to fight back a little bit. And, and, you know, obviously the big guys, the big players on on the Rams ultimately came up and made made plays being Cooper Cup and, and Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball. So, a really fun game to watch. Glad uh, the, the Los Angeles Rams came out on top. Yeah, so Cup gets the MVP, Nick. Uh, was that right? If you were voting, would you have gone with uh, the wide receiver who was carrying the mail for the Rams or, or perhaps that Aaron Donald character? Um, I was pulling for Aaron Donald because I took the advice of uh, my host mate here, Orlando, said it was good, good value. Um, I liked it. Um, so I took it. And so I had, you know, had a little bit of a, a wager on that. Um, I thought it was difficult, you know, and I think, I think if Odell stays healthy, the ball would have been split a little bit more between Cooper cup and Odell. Um, and, and I don't think Stafford did enough to get the MVP either way. You know, I think throwing the interception, uh, really hurt him in voting. So 
if Odell stays healthy, I think there's a better chance that Donald gets it, um, you know, with his, if he played the same performance. Um, but at the same time, if, if Odell stays healthy, I think this game is uh, won by a bigger margin than it was. So um, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know what the process is for voting for MVP. You know, you, you hear uh, all the rumblings after the game, you know, the Monday morning armchair quarterbacks are sitting there and was like, well, you know, Donald, uh, Donald should have won it. Um, and, you know, we should have voting later after everything settles instead of doing it right then. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's how the system is. So I, I think Cooper Cup did a fantastic job for his team. Um, and, you know, he, he made the plays when he needed to make the plays. So I, I don't fault him giving it to him. Um, but, you know, I, I think – I think there there really is no like justification. It, it's all just opinion of who's ever voting. I mean, I don't even know who votes on. It. Like, is it is it the like Hall of Fame? You know, you you know who's voting on that. Um, you know, you you know who's voting for the uh, like the NFL uh, for the year long MVP. Um, like, who's voting for the MVP for the Super Bowl? No idea. It's it's a select group of sixteen writers, and okay. they uh, and who those 16 are and how they get picked. I have no idea. The most interesting thing about it to me is that you have to put in your picks before the two minute warning. So they didn't see Aaron Donald make an incredible Mm. play, uh, you know, on both third and fourth down that in essence won the football game. Uh, I don't, I mean, who would you have voted for Orlando? Me, I, I, I was, uh, I was talking to Aaron Donald all week last week. Uh, you know, obviously, I didn't realize that until you just you mentioned that, Mark. That they don't at the two minute mark. You know, you don't see guys make an impact play, which is probably the, probably the biggest play of the game um, in terms of impact. You know, getting you know, burrow down, sacking, making plays. So yeah, I, you know, Cooper Cup was a great, had a great game. Um, you know, obviously, I, I, I you know. What Nick said was just if, if Odell Beckham's in the game, maybe they spread it out a little more. And he was really trending towards being the MVP. He was making some big catches himself uh, going down the stretch. But I think it would have gave, you know, I would I probably would have went Aaron Donald um, watching the entirety of the game and gave him the MVP. Odell, that was just too bad, bottom line. I mean, he that was, you know, he's obviously gotten a lot of attention, but in locker rooms, the guy seems to be very well liked. And in LA, he, I mean, the minute he got there, basically, he was just performing. So I don't know what he's going to decide to do. He's got an ACL tear to deal with, but it seems like a, hopefully he comes back. Uh, the, the, the big discussion now is whether or not Matthew Stafford uh, is a Hall of Famer. And, and Nick, I, I want to start with you on this. You made the Pro Bowl seven times, seven times. Matthew Stafford made it once you're on the ballot, whether you get in or not, obviously you have no control over that, but, and there's a lot of guys, by the way, who've made multiple pro bowls who haven't gotten in and Stafford's playing in the friendliest era for quarterbacks. That's not his fault, but that's just the reality. I mean, are you voting for Matthew Stafford as a hall of famer right now? If you, if, if, you know, if you had a ballot, um, I don't know. And I, I think this is where we get kind of um, caught up in, in talking about guys future. Uh, like he's not done yet. So, you know, he could still have another four years, still put up numbers. And I think that's the thing where you look at quarterbacks. Uh, you have so many stats you can pull from 
that, you know, I, I think cases can be made easily because of the stats. You know, you, you compare him to other guys and you're like, oh, well, you know, here he was top five in, in pass yards, top five in completions, top five in touchdowns. And hey, yes, he also won a Super Bowl. Like, I feel like that pretty much gives it the guarantee. Um, I mean, it's also not his fault that he played on a bad Detroit team, like that he was, you know, stuck in Detroit. Um, you know, that, that's just, that is what it is. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I, and it's the question, like Phillip Rivers, like he's got yards, he's got stats left and right, but he never won the big game. Um, you know, it, it, is that a knock on him? Does he not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because he didn't? Um, you know, uh, Eli Manning uh, wins two Super Bowls. But, you know, would you take Eli over Philip Rivers, you know, two-minute situation? Um, I don't know. Like, it, it's those, those things. Like, and even Peyton. Peyton, we always talk about, like, he's got the two Super Bowls. Um, but, you know, we, we talked about the stats. Like, he was probably the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl So at, at that time. But, you know, he still – he can say, like, I've got two, two Super Bowls. So I think it, it depends on what the voters – really emphasize is it the Super Bowl wins is it the stats or is it the overall just feelings of a quarterback you know like I don't know it's tough and so like you know that Matthew Stafford put all that time into Detroit and yes he did have a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Calvin Johnson so shouldn't that be enough to propel that offense to be able to win games why didn't they win more games when if you have a potential Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame wide receiver, I feel like you'd win a lot more games. Uh, why didn't they? And so you got to look at that. So there's there's so many factors into it, but it's all kind of a moot point because he's not done playing. Like, he still has time. He can still rack up more stats. Um, and so I think the jury's out. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, for me, it's if he retired today, is he a Hall of Famer? I don't, I don't think so, personally. I think he still needs to do more work. Uh, but to Nick's point, you know, obviously the story still needs to be written. If he if he plays another three or four years, you know, gets in the playoffs, they win another championship, definitely. But for now, I would say no. But being a quarterback is the one the one uh, in terms of Hall of Fame criteria. It's all about stats because what they do is compare touchdown passes, the yards, completion percentages. They compare that with the guys that's already in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if they look at Pro Bowls as much in terms of, uh, you know, whether he gets in or gets out. But, uh, you know, I think his stats will be um, pretty high up there with a lot of Hall of Famers that's already in. So I think, you know, two, three years from now, um, you know, he, he keeps winning. I think he does ultimately get into the Hall of Fame. And he'll, he'll have that big market out there in L.A. to help push and drive uh, him into the Hall of Fame. So uh, I think he will be a Hall of Famer ultimately. I get it on the prediction side, but let me just throw this in there. Really good player, pro bowler, hall of freaking fame. Like you have to me, you have to be elite at your position, really good quarterback, but you're not top three, top five right now, or really at any point in your career. So, uh, you play a very com- competitive position where guys are really, really, really good at football and they get all the, the spotlight on them. And he's been a really good player. And, and I think got knocked unfairly because he played in Detroit and his competitiveness and is not complaining about it. And it just doing everything he can to lift that franchise should be applauded. But I don't know if that makes 
with, at least in my mind, it puts him in the Hall of Fame. And I've always defended the guy like, hey, man, if he go, if he got on a better team, the dude would win more better organization. And it happened. But it's also hey, like the only category this dude has led the NFL in his interceptions. <laughs> so, hey, Mark, do you think do you think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer? See, that, that's another stat compiler. Like if, if he played in the 70s or the 80s, I, I don't think so. Like, I, I don't look at him as elite. Like, to me, the, the bar to get in the Hall of Fame would be really, really high. You're in the Hall of Fame. The, the, you know, the, the, the greatest players who have ever played the game. Uh, you, you know, to me, it's that that would be a very, 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 very elite group. And I wouldn't, I, I, you know, I, how, how did he compare against the players in his era? Was he, at the, was he in the top 5%? Okay, those are the guys that would get in him if, in, in an I, utopian ideal world for me. I don't know. And what, are you, what are you hearing, Nick? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree in the same way, and I think that's where stats will skew it. But when like, – I don't think Matthew Stafford has ever been considered the third best quarterback in the NFL in any season that he's played in. And, you know, if you can't even – crack the top three um, of your position, you probably don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Like you might have the stats, and, and definitely you could look at it and say, you know, what well, he had the Hall of Fame wide receiver of Calvin Johnson, and that's why his stats are so high, because you could throw it anywhere within like a five-yard radius, and he, Megatron's going to go up and catch it. Um, and so like that could be used against him. It could be used for him, and it could be used against him. So, um, you know, I think that's where it comes in, but it's more, I, I believe it's more the perception like is I've never thought of Matthew Stafford as a top five quarterback in the NFL in his 12 seasons. And if you're not considered the top, you know, one or two in your position while you were playing, I, I don't see where you can say, yes, he's definitely a hall of famer. I think it, it would have to go down the line multiple, multiple times where it's like, all right, fine. We can let him in. Let me let me let me say let me say this too. I think uh, what people you know obviously, the the further you get away from the game, the greater the legend grows, right? So people never they'll remember he won the Super Bowl. They the, the voters won't remember how what type of year he had, right? They'll just look at Super Bowl and look at stats. Ten years from now, guys will be like, oh yeah, he won the Super Bowl in twenty twenty two, and nobody you know forget you know they'll forget about you know. The, the interceptions he threw this season or what type of season he had, they'll just solely look at those stats. So it's a little, you know, to play devil advocate a little bit there. So yeah, yeah be better. That's, I think that was the message <laughs> well, right there. No, so here's, I hate to put Orlando in the spot, but you're in the club. You're yeah. in the hall of fame and you have the gold jacket. Do you, does it, are you welcoming him in? Like you, I know you don't get a vote, yeah, but if he comes, yeah. like if he comes in, we're like yes, he belongs here with the rest, the pantheon of NFL players. You, you know what? I, I I think we all welcome him in just because that's that's tradition and what it, what it, what it means. Because <laughs> uh, you know, really, we, we put that onus on the voters. They voted him in. Hey, he's in. Let's go. I do think I do think there's some guys that get in that Hall of Famers give a little side eye to. Like, dude, <laughs> should he really? Should he really be here? <laughs> how did he get in so um yes it's just one of those things that uh the guys probably do but i think ultimately you welcome those guys in i'm with nick names please <laughs> <laughs> who's got the most sideway glads we won't put you in that position orlando no. No. 
you're you're a class man. We get it. We get it. All right, here let's 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 move on. Uh, Burrow and the Bengals. You think they make another Super Bowl in in, in the next five years, Nick? Are you guys gonna get back there? So, I mean, I I don't know. I I have such a distrust with the Bengals organization that um, they've been dysfunctional for so long, um, and and now. They've gotten there. Can they get continued success? Um, and this is coming from a fan, you know, growing up with the Bengals. Um, and, and but they do have the groundwork. And what I love of where they are, which seems different than than most years, is that they seem to built their team from the inside out. You know, they've they've built through the draft. Um, they're getting guys together. Uh, the glaring hole right now for them is their offensive line. And so are they going to be able to fix that offensive line, uh, which could be done in an offseason? Um, you know, and, and I believe uh, the right tackle and right guard were the backups starting in the Super Bowl. So they also need to get healthy. Um, so that's their big thing. So they've been on the right path. Can they stick to that right path? Uh, and if they do, I think easily. I think they have um, they now have the belief that they belong and the upper echelon of, of the AFC and, and the NFL as a whole, um, you know, taking the Rams to a three-point game in the Super Bowl, you know, I, I think has to give them the confidence. Um, I hope that, you know, I, I hope that Joe Burrow, who has won at every level, um, doesn't take this as the ultimate defeat um, and sees it as like a, you know, a building opportunity because they have the pieces. And if they fix up that offensive line, that defense, uh, you know, was not talked about, very underrated and, and did a fantastic job. Uh, you know, I, I think they, they're they in a very good spot to be back in the Super Bowl within five years. You, you know what? I think it's tough. And I grew up in Ohio, too. And I know the Bengals, you know, traditionally have been very cheap, right? So they don't want they, – they will have they, – they're going to have to surround Joe Burrow with some talent. They already have talent at receiver, offensive line. They need to, to, to improve those positions up front. Uh, and then, you know, quarterbacks in the AFC is just so tough. You know, you got Lamar Jackson. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Josh Allen. You got so many great, great uh, quarterbacks. And they're going to develop their team, too, to go out and beat Joe Burrow uh, in the Cincinnati Bengals. So, who five years is tough with, with the young Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in that division. So I'm, I'm going to say, no, they, they don't get back. Just everything we know about that. I hope they do. Cause I think Joe Burrow is, is a, is a phenomenal quarterback at a young age. So, uh, but I love to see, I love to see all, all three or four of those quarterbacks battle in the next three or five, three to five years. Uh, you know, obviously. So. Yeah. Well, Justin Herbert, will give you some, oh, Justin we'll Herbert. yeah, we'll yeah. throw you in there too. Uh, hey, Bengals, uh, I think it's official. The, so, the show has sold the Bengals. Uh, I, I, we, are, we are not buyers on, on the immediate future of Cincinnati. What about the immediate future of the Rams, Orlando? Do you, who's, who's, who's willing to say yes, back-to-back, or, or at least one more in this particular Rams-Matthew Stafford era? You know what? I just hope Sean McVay comes back. I know there was some noise, some rumblings about he may retire. So I think, uh, you know, obviously he's a great, and that, which I think is ridiculous. I, I'm not sure where those rumors came from, or you know, maybe he even said it. Um, he said, it, so, <laughs> you know what? And he, it, it, you know, I think he's a smart guy, so I think he could do anything if, if the coaching 
you know, is, is probably too heavy on him. You know, a lot of guys retire early, especially, you know, I think of John Madden that comes to mind, was a young coach, you know, won early and, and retired. But, um, you know, obviously I think that's the, the key piece. Um, you know, they got a left tackle, Andrew Whitworth. Does he come back? Um, they got, they, you know, Von Miller obviously was on a one-year deal. I don't think they're going to have that running back mentality. I just think they're going to try to add some pieces and go out and play, you know, solid football next year. So. Yeah, I, um, the Rams is tough. I mean, I think Sean's smart, um, you know, kind of dangling retirement there because he just he wants another contract and probably wants to get paid a ton. Um, and that's the, that's the quickest way to get it done. Um, I I don't know. I mean, we like Andrew Whitworth, I don't know how much longer he's got. We were drafted together. And the fact that he's still playing um, is impressive. Uh, so I, I feel like this would be a great opportunity for him to walk off to the sunset, you know, get the walk off Super Bowl. Um, and so they're going to have some stuff on the offensive line. They got to deal with, um, you know, Odell is free agent and injured. Is he coming back? Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting. I, I think with the coaching that Sean McVay does, the coaching job that he does, I, I think they have the potential um it's just I, I think if they do make it back it's going to be it, it's going to look like a very different team um because they, they got a lot of people that they're probably gonna have to start paying money to um and you can only pay so many guys you can't pay everybody so um i, I think I, I don't know the situation of the contracts that are coming down the pike for them but um it's definitely that they're gonna have some decisions to make coming up and yeah. they're also i mean they don't have their next three first round picks are in Detroit. So yeah. the, the drafting is going to hurt as well. Yeah. I, you know, you know what, that was a great point. Nick. I think, cause they don't have a lot of draft capital. I mean, they don't have any, any picks, so it's going to make it difficult. And I think Aaron Donald, I'm not sure his contract situation, but I know he's coming up and I know he got a large deal a few years ago. So, you know, do you pay this guy Patrick Mahomes money at this point? He already has a pretty big deal. Uh, so they, they they have a lot of tough decisions in terms of, their salary cap and how they how they manage that part of it. We're moving into bold predictions here, uh, and we're starting with division winners. So, your division winners from last year: Buffalo, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Kansas City. That's your AFC, NFC. The Cowboys, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and the Rams. Question on the table, gentlemen. Which division winner from this past season is going to miss the playoffs next year? Feel free to raise your hand and 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 because uh, we all know that the NFL is incredibly unpredictable and having consistency is incredibly challenging. So who wants to handle this one I'm, first? I'm, I'll take this one. This one's an easy one. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, Tom Brady has already said that he's retired. And then a week later, it kind of floats that he, you know, isn't quite sure. Um, and I don't think, I don't think he's floating that he's not quite sure that he's retired to come back to Tampa Bay. Um, you know, I think, I think if he wanted to come back to Tampa Bay, it would have been a pretty easy decision. Um, and so to, to put out the retirement, you know, that quickly says that he's done with Tampa Bay. And, it, and if he does play, he'll be playing somewhere else. So Tampa Bay without Tom Brady as quarterback, um, I, I don't see getting a run at it. Right. Nick gobbled up the easy one, Orlando. Go, go big. Who, who, who else? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say Green Bay. 
Um, and it, and it, it is, is a caveat to uh, if Aaron Rodgers decides to go somewhere else, which I think he will ultimately, I think that division is wide open for, for the taking. I think anybody could come up and, and win that division at that point. Uh, but I think he moves on and I think they are, they are the team that, that, you know, won't win the division. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Let's go, yeah. Justin Fields. We'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get to the sophomore-to-be quarterbacks in a second here. But, all right, so which playoff team uh, from this year, and, and you could even go slightly off the board, a team that just missed the playoffs, who do you think is primed to make a deeper playoff run next season? Uh, Steelers, Patriots, Raiders, um, Eagles, Niners, Arizona, um, and you know, off the board could be, I don't know, the Colts, the Dolphins are, are, I suppose, potentials there. You could also look at maybe Minnesota in your wide open NFC North there. If you want to somehow, some way uh, enjoy what they've done in the off season, uh, I guess, Nick, you went first and the other one. So Orlando, jump in here. Deep playoff way, run potential. Way too early. And I don't know if this is this is probably like my one point, uh, you know, underdog pick here. So 49ers. Um, I just like their style of football, the way they play, their physical approach. Uh, you know, their defense plays plays really hard. So I think they make a, a deep run into the playoffs next year. Depending on what they do at quarterback, I don't know if they're going to go with Trey Lance or, or um, you know, stick with Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G's gone, but uh, if they get Aaron Rodgers, it could be over. Is all I'm gonna say. And I know big, big on this Aaron, following Aaron Rodgers around where he's going to go, but if they get a, that type of quarterback, uh, it's going to be trouble for everybody in the NFC. One point spread would have been saying that you think the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl, so you get you get a little credit for the Niners. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> so the one I'm going with, and I'm going for the long shot here. Um, unlike my friend Orlando, who's trying to keep it safe. Uh, I like the chargers. Ooh. I think um, the Steelers sneaking in uh, deprived us of seeing what the chargers could do. I think Justin Herbert in year three um, is going to have an explosion. And I think the way we look at the AFC, it, it's going to be just a cutthroat division for the next five years. I mean, when you have you got the Chargers, you got um, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, um, Baltimore, uh, all young quarterback, the Patriots. Um, I mean, you still have the jury saw Tua and the Dolphins, Zach Wilson now in his second year with the Jets. Um, you're looking at, you know, Baker. Does he come back strong? Um, and even I think Derek Carr might have a resurgence at the Raiders. Uh, with Josh McDaniels coming in, getting a second attempt at the the head job, uh, learning from his past mistakes and everything. I mean, AFC is going to be so crowded. Uh, I think it, it's, it's going to be – NFC is going to be kind of put to the back burner with how good the AFC is going to be. All right, we're putting our chips in here to, by the way, winbet, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com for all your gambling needs in your offseason. Uh, but let's look at sophomore breakout – versus sophomore bust and we're looking at the quarterbacks because it was a huge quarterback class trevor lawrence zach wilson trey lance justin fields mac jones all very much expected to be on the field uh in year two here so you know fields uh 
injured and started on the bench. Trey's going to play. Uh, Zach, of course, was in and out. Who who are you betting on the most for a sophomore breakout year, Orlando? Uh, it's easy for me. I'm going with my fellow Buckeye, uh, Justin Fields. I think he'll, you know, if he can stay healthy and they put the, the right system in place for him to be successful, you know, kind of, kind of that Russell Wilson you know, offense where you run when you have to and, you know, whenever you need and make some good passes and, and really play to his strengths. Uh, I think he has an opportunity to have a huge breakout year um, and, you know, for, for, for his skill set and his talent. I know he's a very motivated kid, so I know he's going to work hard this uh, this offseason. Uh, you put the right pieces around him, you know, offensively, you know, bolster up that offensive line a little bit. I think it, he, he's primed to have a, a breakout sophomore year. Yeah, uh, so I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence. Um, the dysfunction of the Urban Meyer extravaganza is over. Um, we all saw that he was a great quarterback in college. Uh, I just, I, as long as he isn't permanently scarred uh, from this past year, I think, you know, you let his natural ability come out and shine. Uh, he could definitely have a breakout sophomore year. Who's your bust, Nick? <laughs> I mean, they all weren't great other than you could probably say Mac Jones had the best year. Um, so I think I had to take him just because uh, I think he was the only one that actually did well. Uh, but also without, you know, playing that easy card, you know, Josh McDaniels is now in Oakland. Um, and, and I think he had a big part in that offense and how they ran things and how they got him going. Um, so I think losing – Losing your offensive coordinator who, who really brought you into the league and got you going, I think is going to be a big adjustment going into year two. Um, and I know it's Bill Belichick and, you, you know, next man up and coaching and everything. So you take it with a grain of salt. But I think that's I think that's a big blow uh, to a young quarterback who was just starting to get his rhythm with this offensive coordinator and now has to switch to a new coordinator going into year two. Yeah, you know Zach Wilson, man. Uh, not a lot of people. We're we got we, we we aren't talking about him, but a lot of people aren't talking about him. How many years uh, does the Jets give him to develop at this point? Uh, you know, obviously the pressure from the media. Uh, they don't have a ton of pieces around him, so they're not really helping him out in terms of talent. You know, can he have an upside breakout year? It'll be tough in New York, so I don't. I think he may be the, the bust of, of the group. I know, Nick. I know, I know, Nick. I, know. <laughs> I mean, your your Rams won the Super Bowl, but whatever. You know, you got to grip <laughs> on everybody else. Hey, Nick, I, I thought you, I, I thought you were going with Zach Wilson as your breakout player, man. I thought you was obligated to go with Zach Wilson as your breakout guy. <laughs> no, listen, I am not a homer to the, some extent. Um, I, I do hope he does well, but you're right. Like they still have pieces around him. They're a very young team. Um, and you know, I, the one positive side that I have for him, uh, which was kind of what I mentioned with uh, Mac Jones is he has this whole staff coming back together. And so like he's got, instead of starting from scratch in the end of April as a drafted rookie, he's now, you know, got that year under his belt and, and coming into this off season, he already has the playbook. He can really dive into it. I think that will help, um, his development. Does he have the pieces around him? You know, that's for Joe Douglas and team to try to figure out um, through the draft free agency to, to try to give him some help going into this next season. Good, good, solid support from inside the facility right there. I, I liked it. 
Uh, biggest pressure's on right now. Biggest, boldest prediction from it, it could be anything for the 2022 NFL season. Uh, could be a player, could be a team. We've got some examples that, uh, you know, just to, to give a little pathway here. I don't know, like Trevor Lawrence leads the NFL in passing yards. Who wants to, who's got a big, bold prediction for 2022 that wants to lead this off? My big one is uh, the resurgence of the Raiders. You know, I'm still not out on Derek Carr. Um, I like Josh McDaniels as an offensive coordinator. Uh, like I mentioned before, I, I think he's learned his mistakes as a head job after going back to Bill um, and, and, you know, working as the OC for a while. So I, I think going to the Raiders, um, you know, I think the allure of Vegas will bring in the free agents as well. Um, and, and that's that'll get guys to come in um, and, you know, they could build something special there. So. I think the Raiders uh, going deep in the playoffs is my big, bold prediction. Um, I'll lock it in now. All right. How about this? Uh, We talked about this guy earlier, Matthew Stafford, leading the league in in touchdowns and and, and completion percentage and in the MVP conversation, possibly winning the MVP next year. Under the Sean McVay offense, man. It doesn't get any bolder than that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Stafford for most... MVP. It, it, solidi- solid- it solidifies this whole Hall of Fame candidacy right there next year. This season comes out. <laughs> the Homer uh, bold prediction of all time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm still riding the, way, the Rams wave, man. Here on out, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I, uh, just uh, Carm slightly bold and 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 not that uh, off the board, but I'm everyone's selling Green Bay right now. Everyone thinks Rodgers is going to leave. They're twenty to one win bet. Put your money down now. The Packers finally do it. Twenty twenty two. Come on, Green Bay, change your damn narrative. All right, uh, NFL MVP next year, Nick. I think it's Patrick Holmes. I think with the way that the things have worked out this past season where, you know, they didn't get to where they wanted to be um, losing that, that championship game, um, you know, I think it, it will really light a fire under him. I think the team realized what they need to do. I mean, they started so slow during the season um, and he was really trying to cover for the defense. They figured that defense out. So they understand the formula going into this next season. So I think Patrick will just be able to be Patrick. So I think he's back on top MVP. Oh, you know what? I'll stick in the AFC as well. I think Josh Allen, I think the Bills have been on the doorsteps for the past couple of years. I think they finally get over that hump. Uh, you know, obviously he had a great year last year, throwing the ball, running the ball. So I think he gets over that hump and he's in the conversation. I think he wins the, uh, the, the, the MVP. I like it. I like it. Orlando, who's in the Super Bowl next year? Ooh, wow. Um, you know what? Uh, obviously, I'm going to stick with uh, – I'm going to go Rams, KC. I'm still riding the Rams train. I think they'll they have a great chance of coming back. End of the season is a little weak. Uh, but I think I think Rams, Los Angeles Rams, and Kansas City Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl next year. Did you say the Rams are going to go back-to-back? Because I think I heard you wanting to say that, but you didn't quite let it all out. I, I didn't say it all out. But, yeah, I do. I, they, you asked me the two Super Bowl teams. I think those are it. Those are two guys, two teams. He's already put his future in for the the winner of the, with the Rams. Um, <laughs> I and the bad part is, and I don't I don't want to pick him after you know 
the way that I, the Rams aren't going to be able to get through the door because their head is so big, how, <laughs> how much we've been talking about them. Um, but the, the NFC really, I mean, with Tom Brady out, Aaron Rodgers, you know, up in the air, don't know what he's doing. Um, it, it's NFC seems wide open. I don't see a clear cut favorite other than the Rams, you know, and so uh, I'll go Rams. And then, I, I mean, when you talk about the AFC and we've talked about it with, with the crowded field, I think it's coin flip uh, could be any one of four teams. I'm going to go home or loyal to the AFC East and go with the Bills. So Rams, Bills. Ooh, that's a good one too. So last week's picks, just to recap, uh, as we get ready to wrap the show here, Nick was two and one, had the Bengals plus four, uh, and had the Bengals first sack, which was plus 155. Nice little sprinkle right there. Both of you took the over. So that was a that was a loser. By the way, I had the over too, uh, and I did have Cincinnati. Thank you very much, uh, Orlando. You shockingly took the Rams, and your uh, <laughs> your MVP. You were right there, but you came up short with uh, the Aaron Donald. Of course, we went to Cooper Cup, which is where we started the show. Um, just a reminder: go to winbet.com uh, for all your gambling needs. The uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, futures are out and uh yeah uh, the buffalo bills are the favorite at plus 700 along with kansas city at plus 700 followed by the Bengals and rams plus 1200 and the niners orlando are also plus 1200 broncos plus 15 cowboys uh, plus 18 and uh your 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 deepest your deepest bet uh on there is the new york jets at plus 20,000 Come on, Nick. We got to go with it, baby. Go with it. Let's go. Put some, sprinkle something on the Jets, man. <laughs> I'll sprinkle a little bit on the Jets just to, you know, rub it in everyone's faces next year when, uh, you know, we're in the Super Bowl, win it, um, and we'll be dancing in the streets of New York. Well, still the last time the Jets won a playoff game was when you had the jersey on, my friend. So, uh, true. yeah, it's just something yeah, to be said. It was, 11, the, it was 11 years ago. Who's <laughs> counting? No, 12 years ago now. Gentlemen, it's been a blast. First season ever of Big Man Bets. A, a ton of fun to uh, sit in this seat. So thank you for letting me guide you each week. Phenomenal performance. I hope uh, everybody enjoyed the show most often. Uh, even better, I guess, if you made a couple dollars as well along the way. Uh, thanks to our partners, winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com. Uh, any final words from you guys other than... Uh, you know, as, as you go into your offseason, we're 203 days away from football. What the hell are you going to do for that uh, period of time? It, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, you know, um, I guess the kids will take over now. Um, it'll keep me away from trying to research the picks. Uh, but I do want to thank um, you guys for, for engaging every week, um, for everyone on, on the back end who made this possible, um, and for everybody that listened, that tuned in, um it was a blast every week coming on um and chatting it up for a while so thank you guys appreciate it appreciate everything yeah me too i think i think it was an awesome year we we had a lot of fun on the show hopefully uh viewers and listeners had the same uh thank you everybody from webbet and every and the whole crew behind the scenes uh, you guys did a phenomenal job and and uh i really enjoyed it happy off season to everybody hopefully we'll get some baseball at some point here 
figure that out, y'all. Uh, you make some... <laughs> they, they got baseball futures at winbet.com, too, for you as well. Uh, all right, for Orlando and, and Nick and everybody behind the scenes, thank you for watching, and uh, we will see you next year. Thank you. Peace.